Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been raising shops since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover Oprah Popping bottles, feet all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture Living in a chaotic culture. We living in a chaotic culture. We living in a chaotic culture. Oh, we living in a chaotic culture. 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 Oh. So I hope everybody had a fantastic week. Thank you for tuning back in. We did take a little bit of a break here, unfortunately. Some weekends I have to work. So, yeah. It should happen sometimes. But, I mean, I'm starting a new job tomorrow. So, hey, all praise to God for that. Anyway, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. This is your boy, the Calculated Millennial, a.k.a. Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Cutlass Diamond, a.k.a. Don't be pushing on my buttons in my Cutlass unless you're cutting. We are here. <laughs> Finally got a tagline that works, so we in there now. Um, if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, of course, thank you for tuning in. I definitely appreciate the listens. Please continue to listen to us, to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, be it Apple, be it Spotify, be it Google, be it Anchor, wherever you may get your podcast. Uh, also don't mind us. We are here watching the Royal Rumble. Um, I am a big wrestling fan. So of course I'm, I'm over here. If you hear my reactions to some of the stuff going on. Um, yeah, just know that I'm doing that. Bianca Belair just won the Women's Royal Rumble, and I've been pushing her. Like, I wanted them to push her for a while, so they finally have uh, turned the switch on, and they, they've put the rocket on her. So let's hope that, you know, she goes far. But anyway, uh, once again, I'm here back with the squad. Of course, you already know who is in the building. We've got my main man, Law. Tell him what's good. Tell him what's good. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him Fellow New Yorkians, even though you know I'm from North Carolina, just gotta shout out New York because the North is a great place. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have your own, you know, swag going on about it, but you know what I'm saying? It's love, love. Word, word, word. And of course, we have once again with us uh, the lovely Nasa in the building once again. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing very well. How are y'all doing? We good. We good. good. You know. It's all vibes in here. It's all vibes. All vibes. GBGBO. Yeah, right. Come on. What's going on? Of course. Uh, also, 
while we are in here, uh, also just want to shout out because my, my roommate is sitting here with us. He's looking over the thing. Shout out to the boy, uh, Larry the Bases, aka Lawrence is his real name as well. So we got two Lawrences in here. Um, yeah, he's, he's checking <laughs> everything out, um, making sure you know recording goes smooth and just wants to sit in, of course. So yeah, of course we are going to start the show as always with just the the week checkup. So how's everybody been doing this week? Ladies first. Been doing very well. I've been doing some self-care, and it's been great, and I've been loving it, and it's been, it's been good. The week has been, it, the week was tiring, of course, because I right. had to work throughout the week, but, you know, you know, got getting back in the gym and just taking care of me, and that's, it's been, it's been good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Law, what's been going on with you, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, I've been good, man. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, this week was kind of hectic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just getting some things in order with school. But uh, other than that, I can't complain. You know, still employed. Hey, that's a blessing. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. Paying my bills on time, being an adult. <laughs> of course. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? The ghetto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the ghetto. Like, yeah, this, this is um, yeah, <laughs> this adulting shit. This, when we first got into this shit, like, whoo, child. Yeah, <laughs> we we was not ready for this at, at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cool. Nice to see everybody's been doing well. Nice to see that the you know the week has been going smooth for me. Of course, I've been doing okay. Um, as I said before, I'm, I've been transitioning. Um, I, of course, am still with my current job. Instead of renting cars, now I'm selling cars. Mm-hmm. So uh, I start tomorrow. Um, by the time you listen to this, of course, we will be in February. So happy uh, Black History Month, everybody. Look, we are Black 365 or 366, depending on a leap year. Black but this, Lives Matter. Yes, but this month we are especially blackity black, black, black. So black Lives always just <laughs> Unapologetically. Indeed. So... so um, yeah, just just be mindful of that, ladies and gentlemen, that this is Black History Month. So, of course, you know, you may hear some um, some Black History trivia going on uh, in the next couple of episodes that we drop this month. So shout out to that. Uh, also, um, for me, uh, you know, I've, I've been having some some things going on with family and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I have one remaining set of grandparents left. And, and right now, my, my grandfather's not doing too hot. But that being said... He is coming along as well as he can for, you know, someone who's been on this earth for 97 years. So, uh, you know, I definitely, definitely got a chance to go down and see him this past weekend and was glad that I spent that time with him uh, as well as spending some time with my grandmother and my mom and brother. And my cousin was there, too, to help out as well. So we were all pitching in, making sure that, you know, the house is still in order and that, you know, things go smoothly. Uh, Hopefully, you know, he'll, you know, do some recovering and he'll Hopefully, we'll be in a wheelchair within the next two weeks. So, you know, because right now he's kind of bedridden. But let's, you know, we're going to hope for the best, you know. And, prayers you know, up. yeah, prayers up and leave it in God's hands. So, all right. So, uh, now that we've checked up on everybody and seen how everybody's doing. So, we just got a couple of few topics to go over tonight. Uh, if you have been paying attention to uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, there has been, well, they've actually had a buzz for quite some time. Uh, if you know who I'm talking about, of course, these two sisters have been actually making music for a while, and they started out, you know, doing YouTube videos and whatnot, and then they got noticed by Beyonce. And so, if you don't know, please definitely look up 
Chloe and Hallie. Uh, and that includes, of course, the names of Chloe Bailey and Hallie Bailey. These are two sisters, uh, Chloe being the oldest and uh, at what, she's 22 and Hallie's 20. But they were on, literally on YouTube, and I think they were like, what, like 12 and 10 or 13 and 11 there. They started really young. Um, but they have incredibly, incredibly beautiful voices. Uh, I especially love Hallie's voice. Uh, she is very, very, very beautiful. And I said on Twitter that her voice needs to be like studied um, at, at universities or something because it is that beautiful. Not saying that Chloe doesn't have a voice because Chloe has a very powerful voice too. I just, I particularly like Hallie's singing voice, but that's just my preference. Now, that being said, Hallie, of course, is overseas in London. She is recording for uh, Disney's The Little Mermaid, the live action version. Shout out to her. We are going to get a black mermaid on screen with uh, a very meticulous, beautiful, and you know, singing voice. So this should be a great film when it does eventually come out. In the meantime, Chloe. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Good God Almighty. Bless it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Um. Chloe has, I, I guess she's bored. You know, granted, both of them are have been doing, um, what's that show? Grown, yeah, she's been doing grownish and whatnot, but with it being a pandemic and, of course, with uh, Halle being across the water, Chloe's been at the house bored. So, they both, because they're both separated from each other, what they did was they created two Instagram, uh, separate Instagram pages for themselves so that way they could still have their Thursday tea time together, you know, that they do <laughs> on, um, on Instagram. But Chloe has uh, decided to partake in a few of these challenges that are going on TikTok. The first one being the um, Bus the bus challenge, <laughs> which we talked about in the last episode. Um, <laughs> and I told y'all how I fell down that rabbit hole and was watching that. But Chloe, girl got body. Okay, let's oh just keep my it a bit. God, girl got body. Body. Okay? Got body, okay? Oh, the, she got, it's not been plucked yes, or tucked. It's just yes. all that. Mm. Oh, the cakes, the cakes, the cakes. <laughs> good, good God Almighty. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. Is she the apple? I want to see the tree. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, she, she won. Her and um, Jordan Woods won that challenge, you know, just so. I, no, I think Chloe, she there. won that challenge. Yeah, Chloe won the challenge, Jordan, but on some like... ghetto news, y'all heard about Slim Santana? What's going on with Slim Santana? Okay, so apparently she is a OnlyFans creator um, as well as a musician, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently she did the Buster Challenge, but she was actually busting it. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Oh, you know, I think I saw that video. Um, No. Mm, yes, yeah, and it went viral. Like everybody was talking about it today, and I'm just like, "What's going on?" Like Slim Santana, like I hadn't like oh, heard God. the name before. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, this is on Twitter. Oh, hold oh, that up. See, I might, I might have to look and this up. Like, sure just like I, how I y'all doing, you know what I'm saying? I made my inquiry, but the video is nowhere to be found. So it's, it's not, just like I'm, I'm, I'm like everybody's at... saying and talking about how you know what I'm saying she did the intro. 
as should the busting challenge go. But she turned around and was actually busting it. Like, mm. <laughs> so I mean, there was like three other TikToks like that. Like, ooh. there was like three other TikToks that were like that. Yeah, I saw that and I was just like, wow. Yeah, I, I'm watching That's it. That's not as we what speak. they I meant. I found the video. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, whoa. definitely, definitely, what? definitely. Like, <laughs> hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Like, oh, I, I'll, oh, this one, I saw yes. this one. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> we're gonna turn the busted challenge into pornography. Like, and, look. <laughs> she busted. Yeah, oh. indeed. She busted. Um, God. I honestly thought that she was just some regular person just doing some regular shit. So, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, not, not at all. Like, she, she was really busting it for real, for real. Uh, but there was like two other ladies that followed suit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, that goes into the next thing, like the silhouette challenge, because while granted there were some people who were, for those who don't know the silhouette challenge, you got basically, you know, women who were either <laughs> like dressed homely or like in their PJs and whatnot. And then you hear, I forgot what that sample is from, um, but it starts with lay your head on my shoulders and then it goes into uh, the streets by Doja Cat. But when it does, the it becomes pretty much a red light special and all you see is the silhouette of the person doing the challenge. Mm-hmm. And it could be like, sexy sultry supposed to be like uh some people have done stripper moves some people have just you know done poses and then others have twerked it really just depends on the preference of whoever's doing the challenge uh now chloe kind of did her own version of the silhouette challenge it really necessarily wasn't like the silhouette challenge but she did do like a blue light special where she was dancing almost like a Beyonce in um partition, mm-hmm. and she did it to um all the time by Jeremiah. <sighs> Girl, hit the split. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I said, oh. Come yeah, on yeah. Now, Chloe. Chloe, Chloe's been on when she literally has had the internet and uh, uh, wrapped around her but finger. But she's that bitch. Yes. She's, she's making it known that she's, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And granted, despite mm. what they're doing separately, please don't break these two up. Like, I know I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter like, no, they Chloe's going to get started on her own. No, don't, don't, do not separate them. They are a duo for a reason. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're if you haven't listened to Ungodly Hour or any of the previous albums, like the kids are all right, or any of the earlier albums, Heavenly. please go and listen to it. But I heard yes. that Chloe's doing some shit with Black, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I did I did see that uh, that I'm she did post on her Instagram. So hopefully whenever that song drops, I definitely will be paying attention to it. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, but back to the Silhouette Challenge. You got people on here that, of course, we're doing the silhouettes, which is fine. But then, just like the Buster Challenge, somebody had to go and ruin it. Um, they decided to get their couple involved, and it was pretty much uh, pornography. And yeah, I, I, th- these challenges are supposed to be fun. Why are we getting porn? I, look, there's a time and place for pornography if you're into that. But sex sells. Yeah, uh, sex uh, clearly, sells nowadays. Cl- so. Clearly, you know. Again, if that's what you're into, <laughs> that's cool. But the fact that y'all are using pornography as part of a challenge that initially was supposed to be fun, uh, you, you know what? To each their own. To each Did their TikTok own. Did TikTok take that down? I, what, the silhouette challenge? No. Or just that particular video? That particular video. I, I, I don't know. I saw it one time on Twitter, and I'm just like, mm, yeah. I, I commented on it. 
because she really posted mind if I join and I'm like yes yes we do mind we're, I'm trying to see people not with their couples do this silhouette challenge and here you are um, yeah. doing a whole ass of porn on, uh, for this challenge like that really upset me for a reason I'm like you know if there's a time and place for that yeah okay I get it but that wasn't the time or at least on my time that wasn't the time and place for it but that's just me personally I can't speak for anybody else if that's what you want to watch then by all means you know, do what it do. Just watch my shoes. First off, it's not after twelve, so I just want to go ahead and put that that PSA out here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Twitter after dark is meant for after dark. After dark. Yes, because it's daylight savings. Like it's dark early. That don't mean just do what you want. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a time and a place for everything. Indeed, indeed. But it's funny that, you know, his shirt says stun the world because Chloe, Slim, and whatever else is going on in the news is definitely shocking the world. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned uh, the person wearing the shirt. His name is Kevin Owens. He is a WWE wrestler. Uh, for those who don't know Kevin Owens, I definitely recommend looking him up. He, he went by Kevin Steen in the Indies. Very, very great and talented wrestler. But, yeah, he, he has a shirt that's called stun the world, and it's really, really amazing that you made that um, – that connection so props to you uh with that before we get into like the topic topic of today so i saw over the weekend you know we're, we're gonna uh i'm gonna say i saw over the weekend two movies that i finally got a chance to watch i saw ma rainey's black bottom mm, excuse me and i saw one night in miami now uh this segment of course smash trash or pass for any movies that we've seen both of those movies get a smash. Like, those are really, really, excuse me, great movies. I definitely got a chance to finally, you know, watch Chadwick Boseman's final performance. It was it was hard, but, you know, we got through it. And honestly, it is exactly like the play. So if you've never seen or heard of the play, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, definitely look it up. But the movie itself is definitely reflective of the play, so... If you're expecting, you know, a movie that is that has the consistent scene changes as opposed to something that is meant for the stage, you, you're not going to be used to it at first. But I think you will definitely like this movie. Uh, as far as One Night in Miami, shout out to Regina King, because not only can she act her ass off, she has proven she can direct a great film. Now, One, Minor, One Night in Miami is also based off the stage play as well of the same name but yes the the actors for those who are not familiar with the actors of course uh you had um dude who was off of hamilton um leslie odom jr played the uh, the legendary sam cook rest in peace you had for the and i for, always forget his name the guy who played uh, muhammad ali um Shoot, and, now, and now that I'm thinking about it, I can't. But anyway, for the person who played Malcolm X, you know, that got a lot of controversy because he's actually a, an African Brit as opposed to an African American. Uh, and I'm talking about Kingsley Benadir. He played Malcolm X to a T. Like, all, he had all of his mannerisms. He had his voice. He really, really killed the role. And I think Regina King did a smart choice with that role. Uh, for those who have um, not heard of him, of course, he was uh, he was on a Lifetime movie. And I forgot the name of the Lifetime movie, but he's also in a Netflix series called The OA. So 
definitely, if you haven't heard of that actor, check him out if you haven't seen the movie itself. Uh, also, for uh, One Night in Miami, you had the person who played uh, Jim Brown. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was um, Aldous Hodge. And then for Muhammad Ali, I finally found the name. It's uh, Eli Gorey. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they um they killed that movie, 100%. Definitely deserves an Oscar. I think Ma Rainey's also deserves an Oscar too, but th- this movie definitely deserves an Oscar. Regina King, give her her flowers. Give her her flowers, like now, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, has there been any movies that you guys have watched recently? Um, not as of recently. No. Um, I know we talked last um, episode about Soul. That uh-huh. was the last movie that I've actually sat down and watched. Okay. Um, I'm actually looking forward to, as we were talking about earlier, Godzilla versus I'm so Godzilla versus for Kong. That shit. Yes. I'm so <laughs> excited for that shit. I'm I don't know hoping about... that Kong is the winner. I'm hoping but that Kong is the winner. But I know just... how the I'm last couple fan. movies I want went. I'm, um, I don't know. I'm more like a. I'm a science fiction and adventure and oh, I am too. Like action, all of that type of fan. Yeah, fan. yeah. So it's just like I'm really excited for that whole. I'm a Kong fan. Like hey, yeah. since King Kong, like Kong I, don't he make his own rules. <laughs> I just wanted to say <laughs> I wanted to see rules. how they were going to bridge the two storylines together because mm-hmm. if you remember. Um, Kong's last movie mm-hmm. was uh, was Skull Island. Skull Island, yep. So you know what I'm saying, like if they're doing it true to the story, you know what I'm saying, he's gonna be coming into this battle or fight kind of age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Godzilla, same thing. Like that was I feel like, like what ten plus like years in order ago. To mm-hmm. watch Godzilla versus Kong, you gotta watch both like both the original movies first, like Godzilla and then King Kong Skull Island, like. I think you gotta well at least watch the newer versions of Godzilla and then King Kong mm-hmm. to see like how both of those two are gonna emerge. Yeah, um, I still haven't seen Godzilla King of Monsters. I saw the first Godzilla film and I enjoyed King it. King of Monsters was actually really good and I saw that that was okay. It yeah. was good. I think I hope it's on HBO Max because if so, I definitely want to uh, to watch it. So looks I, like I need to, looks like I need to go subscribe because yeah. <laughs> not only that because they but also I'm about got to say Mortal if Kombat. you have Prime, I think you still get Amazon Video too. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you have Amazon Prime, you can um, pull up Amazon Video. That's how I got it because I got I'm a Prime member and I saw that movie pop up and I'm like, oh, it's a movie by a black directress with black actors and y'all again Black History Month, so y'all know what I'm about to be on. Uh, but but yeah. Um, also looking forward to uh, the Mortal Kombat movie that's supposed to be coming out on HBC or HBO Max as well. Uh, one movie that I don't know how to feel about. So Zack Snyder is releasing the director's cut of Justice League. Uh, see, I hope he did justice to the league. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. no cap, I'm not gonna like. No okay. Aquaman was good, but other than Aquaman, it's literally been thumbs down, thumbs down, yeah, thumbs down. The first, the first Shazam one is, was not. Oh, worse. Shazam that, was not good. I, I mean, it was, to me, it was decent. Okay, I'm I'm a Marvel I fan. Watch, I mean, so I am I'm too. Saying. I didn't watch Shazam. Uh, yeah, me either. Um, I still haven't 
seen Aquaman, believe it or not, only because Aquaman was good. Okay, yeah, my my faith in Marvel movie, not Marvel movies, my faith in DC movies has been kind of. <laughs> So ever and, since Green Lantern. Uh, oh, please don't talk about Green Lantern. Please don't talk about Green Lantern. Oh my we're, god. Why are we, if we're gonna do Green Lantern, he should have been a black man. <laughs> yeah, don't get please, me wrong. please get John Lewis I mean, uh, for a Green the Lantern. The Batman movies have been good. I'll give them good. Yeah, you know, that's that's Christopher Nolan, not Zack Snyder. So Christopher Nolan knew what to do with those Batman movies. And of course we're about to get another Batman movie within the next year or so. Mm-hmm. So they're restarting that series. I need to know when Spider Man I'm a Spider Man fan. Cause... Oh yeah. I'm I'm with you on there. Spider Man's my favorite superhero, so whenever Marvel drops that that movie, I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to it. Speaking of Marvel, uh if you haven't checked out WandaVision, uh if you're a I would highly recommend it, especially if you're a comic book fan of Vision and the Scarlet Witch comic book series, or like if you've read The House of M, definitely check out that series because it's definitely giving up those vibes. So yeah, WandaVision, uh, it's it's a slow burn. You know, it starts off kind of slow and you're trying to figure out what the hell is actually going on, but things are starting to come together now and I highly recommend that series if you have not seen it yet. Especially if you are a Marvel fan, you'll you'll like the series. But I'm like you, I'm I'm waiting for uh, the next Spider-Man movie, which is supposed to be introducing the Spider-Verse. So I'm hoping they do this right. Very much so. They're gonna keep remaking shit. <laughs> they need to do this hey, right. Hey, look, if if they're gonna keep remaking shit. If it's been known to, uh, if it's been proven that it can make money, that's I'm they'll keep doing. More so excited to see how they go with. Uh, like the remnants of Endgame mm-hmm. and see where they uh, where they go from there. Yeah. Because somebody was saying something about the, um, was it Immortals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said that um, MCU is going to start trying to attack um, the Immortals and seeing Ooh. how they incorporate those, those characters into the universe. So I'm, I'm kind of excited because like some of the stuff I read, some of the stuff I... You know, watch after the fact. I still watch all of the the movies to this day in order. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, the same thing with the Marvel movies. I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna go from Endgame, and so far, WandaVision is like that next step, so to speak. Uh, so I, I'm thinking that it, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here, and if we're gonna get like a new a pack of Avengers further down the line. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see when the time comes. Uh, let's see if there's anything else I want to talk about as well. So um, also just to comment on DC movies, the first Wonder Woman was great. Now, I've been meaning to watch Wonder Woman 1984, but everybody's been telling me it's trash. So... It's um, I, uh, it, It's It's... Okay, so it's I'm getting in between. Yeah, so it's in between. <laughs> okay, I, I'll have to I'll have to give it a watch and give my own opinion. But yeah, the first Wonder Woman was pretty damn good. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I still have not watched the uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey again. Mar- DC has really just been it's really been hit or miss with these movies. Whereas with Marvel, it's like ninety percent hit and ten percent miss. Half the time, so I, I really and just those have ten percent misses aren't even real misses. Yeah, it's like, like they're not. That's not bad. me trying to you know, like stand Marvel. Like, don't get me wrong, I like all comics, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like 
like Nasha said, I grew up a Spider Man fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I had the Spider Man, X Men, Yes. Trans. <laughs> I had everything. Mm-hmm. I was Spider Man out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I had the web shoes when I was a kid. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> when they came up with the, the canisters, mm-hmm. they, tore, tore the whole house that. up. <laughs> tore the whole house up. All of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I woke up Christmas morning when I was eight and I had uh, Spider Man on the motorcycle. Come on hey, now. Yeah. Okay. Like, seen all three of the original. All the books, you know what I'm saying? All the books. Spider Man and Duh. But I will say that, you know, DC has had, like you said, some decent movies. It's just, I feel like when they try to attack some of their movies, they try to get overzealous with the details instead mm-hmm. of just sticking to what the character and yeah. who the character is. You know what I'm saying? Like Aquaman, they did that perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Baby, that's half man, half mermaid, came to Earth. Well, yeah, Earth from Atlantis, you know what I'm saying? Got raised as a human. Then they came looking for him, looking for his mom. He bossed up, was like, yo, what's up? (laughs) Y'all came looking for me, and I wasn't being asked for. You know what I'm saying? He took it, kicked it to him. Was just like, all right, bet. I'm learning this power, and I'm getting better at this power. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Great movie. Were mm, eight and a half out of ten. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna watch it. Then I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna get to. He it. looks like Aquaman. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Um, I actually, I've actually made that comparison before. That Roman Reigns looks like um, what's the name of the uh, Aquaman actor? Um, I don't know, bro. Dang, you know, and I've been knowing these actors too. Jason Momoa. There we go. Yeah, See, like, I hate when I get mm. when I draw blanks yeah, like that because I know saying. him. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Jason Momoa is. He definitely no sell that, but okay. Somebody's yeah. definitely about to go off this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, because Jason Momoa is uh, is married to Lisa Bonet, so and that's Lucky crazy. Man. So yeah, he, he's the man on that one. Uh, but yeah, all right, guys. So we're gonna take a very short break. When we come back, we are going to get into the topic of today, which will include um, <laughs> toxic traits in relationships. And that's not just like relationship relationships. That's also in friendships as well. Because uh, there was a few things on Twitter that 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 I that pointed out that I wanted to talk about. Forgive us. There's a lot going on like right now. We Again, we're watching this and this is, 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 is nuts. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But anyway, don't move. We'll be right back after some very important messages. What's up, family? So before we get on to the next segment, I got to make one more shameless plug. Of course, this plug is going to go out to a very, very good friend of mine from Hampton University. You should already know. She is a classmate of mine. Shout out to Quintessence 8. Her name is Maya Butler. And she is a black educator currently located in Dallas, Texas. I'm not just here to promote her. I'm also here to promote her brand. Elevation, a higher standard. And this brand is pretty much a clothing brand that is apparel for HBCU 
and black educators. If you haven't checked out any of her apparel yet, I really suggest that you do so. She just made a dope ass Hampton University crew neck that I will be taking pictures of and be on the lookout for that. But also check out some of her other apparel as well. Not only does she make things for Hampton as well, but again, we've got black educator shirts and hoodies, as well as other apparel relating to HBCUs. Including, but not limited to, Howard University, Tuskegee University, Spelman College, Morehouse College, etc. So, of course, if you're interested in black educator apparel, or if you're interested in any HBCU apparel, please go follow her at a higher standard underscore on Instagram. That's at a higher standard underscore. Also, be sure to check out her website, www.apparelxahs.com. If you have any questions for her herself, you can always follow her on Instagram and on Twitter at Oso underscore Feisty5. That's Oso underscore Feisty5 for Miss Maya Butler. Be sure that you check out her apparel. And again, check out her website today. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here for part two, and we're going to get into our topic for today. So, I don't know if any of you guys saw this, but there was a video on Twitter. I believe it was on TikTok first with uh, a bunch of um, Muslimas. Uh, they were pretty much, or Muslim women, for those who don't know, who were pretty much doing some kind of a song. And it looks like they were either all friends or all family. And one of the Muslimas puts her arm around another one, you know, and she's, they're, they're both really pretty. I think all the girls in there are really, really pretty. But the girl who put her arm around the other one was just giving her this look like she was plotting something. And she ended up pulling out her eyelash in the middle of the video and thought it was a joke. But, of course, the other one got really irritated and walked off as did um, one of the other friends who went to console her while the other people were just sitting there like, what the hell just happened? And I just have to start off with that video because oftentimes we talk about toxicity in relationships, just, you know, whether it's romantic or not, but especially like within friendships, I don't think we discuss this a little more um, or we should discuss it a little more because it's just really interesting 
why, like, what was the reasoning behind pulling out someone's eyelash when y'all are all, you know, singing a song and looks like y'all are having good times, and here you go with this jealousy and hatred in your heart, and you just decide to try and embarrass her on the video. And the fact that they still posted it was even more crazy. Like, what in the world are y'all doing? So, I'm not sure. Have y'all seen that video yet? I have. Okay. So, Nasa um, has. I'm, I'm going to show uh, Law real quick. I just wanted to get your opinion on it, Nasa, while I show him real quick. Um, one, is it's just an eyelash. And she can glue it back on. Yeah. Um. Like, I, <laughs> it, some things are just really not that deep. Um, but I just feel like um, I think there's a time and a place for any for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe at that time, pulling her eyelash off wasn't the right time. But also, I feel like maybe her overreacting to that was a little bit, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me because I think it was an eyelash and she could always glue that shit back on. Like, uh, <laughs> can, I mean, that, that's a valid point. <laughs> But I, she yeah. could always glue this shit back on. So it's just like, maybe, maybe to her, maybe it was like, bitch, what the fuck you do that for? Like, it wasn't necessary. Like, mm-hmm. I can understand it in that context. The whole time, it could have been one of those situations where you got that cousin that played too fucking that play too yeah. damn much. That's, and that's what I'm thinking. I honestly think this it really could. Yeah, it really could. Like, really like, oh, I'm going to come over here and put my arm over you. Like, all right, hey. yeah, all right. But it's like, but like whole time leading up to that, she had probably did something to piss her off earlier in the day. Probably in the early in the day, like, like her coming to put her arm around it was just like her was like her reaction was like, Why are you touching me? You were like, bitch, I'm trying to And it whole time, whole time it really could have been a family member just been like, Yeah, bitch, you play way, way too much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, okay, so you wanna play games? Yeah, I like bitch. Here you go again. (laughs) So you want to play? Well, guess what? You walk around lashless. (laughs) Well, I also think it might be because. um, Well, I'm just gonna give my opinion because I think that's for her to do that. I don't think that's the first time that she's messed with that girl, and I think that's why I wanted to talk about it because obviously the way that the girl reacted of her having her eyelash pulled out. And the fact that maybe she did overreact and whatnot, um, but the fact that she walked away like pissed off, that shows me that this ain't the first time that that girl has messed with her. I and, mean, again, it's an eyelash. Yeah, so. it's it's an eyelash, but don't you think that, you know, if you have some type, sort of friendship or at least some kind of relationship that sometimes that, you know, when you do certain things that it, it, you could be going overboard? Yeah, yeah, and like, in certain in certain contexts, in certain things, like mm-hmm. if, uh, for example, like, I mean, let's just be honest. I had a a, per, a person just stop or block me because I guess whatever I don't know what I did, but, um, she I guess presumed that she didn't want to be considered the party friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, in certain contexts. But a lot of like a, a lot of the things that she did, she started. Mm-hmm. But it would be in a victim mindset once it would go back to her. So it's just kind of like you got to put things in perspective. Like may I, I feel like you got to put there certain things in perspective. Like if this friend, if if this if the, her friend was so if her friend was toxic, like if if she feels like her friend was like toxic, then like that's like. 
Yeah. I sent you the group message. Do do do. Hey, bottles on me. <laughs> right. And then I turned around after the party and be like, why don't I have any? But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that in in that terms, that's toxic. That's toxic because you're doing. I sh- the message like, hey, let's turn up. And let's turn up, up, and now you're talking about wait, why I ain't had no bottles? Wait, where, wait, where, what where the fuck? Well, where the fuck my bottles go? You're talking about an eyelash that just got ripped off. <laughs> it just got ripped off on on camera. Like, bitch, you play too much. Like, that's probably her reaction. Like, bitch, you play too much. Why the fuck? Like, I did this. Like, I had a face beat, and you just ruined my beat. Like, I, <laughs> you just, you ruined my beat because of that. Like, I'm pissed as fuck because of you. Why the fuck would you touch my eyelash? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, and may, maybe, again, I, I guess you guys are right. I'm just thinking in, in essence, like, I don't know if I would ever, you know, do that to any one of my friends. Like, like we doing a video, and then... I take clippers and then just go like out of nowhere. Now then, that's then we throw hands. That's know? out of pocket. I mean, it depends on the hairstyle. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Well, no, it don't depend on the hairstyle. It don't hit depend on the hairstyle because what the fuck was clippers? A, a ball spot. Well, <laughs> 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 I'm saying. Like, you wanted to be nah, chopped got- like now that <laughs> that on the other hand now that like that's off that's that's like immediate chances for like throwing hands. In this case, you just re over overreacted because the bitch decided she wanted to have some fun with you, and just like, <laughs> as if you don't have it, as if you don't have probably like ten other pairs of lashes that you can just quickly pop, Karen, what's up, pop that bitch back on real quick. Like it's like as if you can't just, I can't as if you can't just look in the mirror and just be like, okay, period. And then call it a day, and then just like, bitch, get out my house. Why you put your childish ass? Like, I just think that you're gone. You know I get the aesthetic of eyelashes, but I feel like it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she put a lot of work. Thirty dollars, you know what I'm saying? Do your eyelashes just to get them bitches snatched. <laughs> I don't know why I'm having a hard time finding this dang on video so I could show for context, but... Um, I'm going to see if I can find that video. Yeah. The thing is... I know for a fact I probably saved it. I thought I like retweeted it at one point or another, but may- maybe uh, I'll, I'll see if I can spot it again. Cause... Did you find it on Twitter? Yeah, I saw it initially on Twitter. That's yeah, definitely not on that page. Let me, let me check again. But I'm going to just say quick shout-out to uh, President Joe Biden. Yeah, we went on got that that uh, that 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 other motherfucker in office no more. Uh, and start from like, hey, Carlito, wow, wow, <laughs> throwback, <laughs> throwback. <laughs> yeah, he no, he definitely looks like he aged. Yeah. He <laughs> What's up? guy who was just in office is supposed to go through his impeachment trial this week. So I'm trying to understand, like, he's not president anymore. So why does he have to have a impeachment trial? Why not just, you know, throw him his charges? Well, the, the, way, yeah, the way that Congress works is that, of course, they impeached him while he was still in office. Right. So once he got all out of office, 
now comes the question of is there precedent or precedent for you know to do an impeachment trial for someone who's no longer in office and honestly there is because there were judges who were banned from ever sitting on a bench again because of misconduct um, so they've had impeachment and um, impeachment trials, and then of course, even though they're not judging anymore, they still had to go through um, a hearing just to you know to see if they would ever sit on a bench again. And clearly, you know, they don't. So with that, that's what the Conwood Senate now is trying to decide, since they can't remove him from office because he's lost the election, and Biden is currently the president. Is they're trying to discuss found the video (laughs) okay they're trying to discuss whether to disqualify him from ever running for any office or any public office ever again so that's what it boils down to now is but i mean if the people who have experienced the last four years like did you play too you know what i'm saying they wouldn't, you they know, would never put him in a position to be elected or voted for. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, but but that's the thing. I don't think that at least Senate Democrats, uh, Senate Democrats, do not want to take that chance. Okay, so now we we're seeing the video. Oh no, nah, Shorty in the green should have threw hands. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I saw. I, I saw the assumption I, that it was the person that got their arm put around that was pulling her eyelash. Oh no, 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 no. No, no but she looked at her I, with like no. intent. Like, bitch, I'm gonna rip your shit off. <laughs> yeah, like she was plotting. I was telling you, she was looking she like, hey, I'm gonna do this the whole time. I'm um, real, like that's on some cousin rivalry. That's on some cousin rivalry shit. Okay, so I also found a video stating, like, she's explaining, like, the situation. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even really friends with the shorty like that. So she always felt like they were they were cool, but she always felt like some type of, like, negative energy towards her. Oh, so, like, oh yeah, so that, that's where I was throwing So now that yeah. we got yeah. more context, right, cool, like, so now that we're in context, that. bitch, you're toxic. Mm-hmm. All right, let's throw hands, like. <laughs> you, you eyelash thief? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, if they um, yeah, if they weren't friends beforehand, if they weren't friends on a, and they were just cool, like bitch, I would have throw hands. Like bitch, what do you touch me for? Like we ain't cool like that. Yeah. Like, I guess she thought that because they were doing the video and whatnot, you know, she was okay with it. But then when she did strong. that, yeah, Wait like, Pause. yeah, I would have um, I, like I I would have <laughs> threw hands if one of my homies like this. Yo, and, she so she like, I don't wear eyelashes. Right, I'm sorry to like. <laughs> around topics but watching this royal rumble buddy just said lift me up <laughs> and he was just like yeah you going up <laughs> he lifted buddy up and then proceeded to slam him down on another dude like yeah i think you're talking about um biggie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah biggie is uh Jeez. oh my god <laughs> he he's a he's a future world champion bro like they they gotta push him to the moon but um, he needs to lay off the roids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was a power lifter before he became a wrestler. Well, I so already know yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now that we've seen that video, now that I, we have more context, yeah, now yes. that I got to refresh. Yeah. So I, I, I still, I still go to the thing that like bitches just an eyelash. 
But at the same time, like, half a bitch, we wasn't cool like that. So you yeah. play too fucking much. <laughs> you right. play too much. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, But now that's... that I saw it again, you play too much, Heifer. Like... Mm-hmm. And I think that's honestly, I don't know if you would call that jealousy or whatnot, but that's still just, that's very toxic. Like, that's what, just, what it, in your mind just, you know... What goes through your mind and say like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna fuck you up by doing this I'm video, and I'm gonna embarrass like, you. Well, even still, that's they compared, yeah. they had, they compared it to Venom. <laughs> I did see that meme. <laughs> that smile that she did after she pulled the eyelash, like it was, it was real crooked. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's evil right there. Like, yeah, <laughs> got the. All she needed to do was stick a tongue out, and 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 that and that was raps. <laughs> oh, no. But um, yeah, I I thought I would just talk about that because that that starts off with saying that you got to be careful who you hang around, and you definitely have to be sure that you like <laughs> feel out the the negative vibes and the negative energy. Uh, this world rumble is crazy. He just, he just <laughs> but yeah, he just it's this man, a grown man. Yeah, he but him and threw him over the top rope. Like he wasn't nothing. <laughs> and, and it's very important that you always like feel out negative energy, not That's only fine. like in relationships but also in friendships. Like it's very important that you scope out, you know, before you connect with somebody. Like, do I really like vibe with you that way, uh, or you know, are we just cool because we have the same group of friends? So. Do your due diligence, of course, ladies and gentlemen, when you're picking out your friends. I wanted to pull out another tweet that I saw that I wanted to talk about. And this is actually in direct regards to Chloe. Chloe Bailey. <laughs> now, uh, I, I have to mention this because I think that this... This person who tweeted what she tweeted was very, very um, I want I want to say je- jealous, but I think she was jealous. Let me see if it'll come up or did they block the tweet? Cause I definitely uh, these are my notifications. Let me go ahead and uh, I'm on the wrong profile. Like and switching between profiles is crazy right now. But let me pull up my profile and see if I can find this tweet. But yeah, she really, really you could tell that this chick. I I don't know what's wrong with her. But the tweet says, Chloe Bailey is a cornball. The whole quote-unquote good girl gone bad remodel that Janet Jackson started is tired. There's nothing wrong with being a modest woman. If you can't garner attention without being a slut, then you deserve no real purpose in this world. Wait, go, stop, shit, shit, what? Say so again? I'll say it again. What does her AB look like? Um, I, I'll show you. This is, this is the girl that tweeted it. At least that's what the, uh, that's what the Abby looks like. First off, boo, because it's not even a direct picture. If you're going to talk shit on Twitter, you need to at least, you know what I'm saying? The whole girl girl gone bad remodel that. Be criticized. Because, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with being modest. Yeah. You can't garner attention. Yeah, uh, and yeah, here's my thing. Why do you care? You see, what? this is what this is a strong dose of mind your fucking business. Hey, thank you. This is a strong dose of you're in my business, in my business and don't, don't do, do that. that. Okay. 
<laughs> this is a strong case of that, okay? Yeah, it's, it, no it just it makes no sense. Age. Why Why are you paying I, attention? Or why do you even care? What I think as a woman, I think we need to, as, as a woman, we need to stop putting other women down. And, like, and yes. There's nothing, yes, there's nothing wrong with being modest, but there's nothing wrong with being confident in your body and mm-hmm. wanting to... Cause you wouldn't have said that shit to Beyonce. You wouldn't have said that nope. shit to Beyonce. Say, huh? You wouldn't have said that shit to Beyonce, nope. huh? No, no, the Queen B. You wouldn't have said that to her, huh? Chloe and Haley are quote unquote motherfucking underlings of Beyonce. They're next in line. They're yeah. <laughs> they're next so, in line in the throne. So, Oof. you know what I'm saying? Technically, don't call the the pet. It's really not even that deep. And Chloe, she's a young woman. She's she's young. She's only twenty two. She's young. She's grown. Her body is fit. Her body's in her best stages at this very moment. So let her soaking all of this like let her feel herself okay (laughs) let her enjoy this okay like leave her the fuck alone stop putting women in boxes shit like it's it's i think we're i think now we're in the age where women are no longer really wanting to be in boxes like we're we're evolved we've we we've been that we it's we're able to vote right like we that was the beginning and it was that way before then like not every woman desires to be a housewife and not every woman desires to work a nine to five but at the end of the day wherever those women choose to position themselves you know what i'm saying go for it and i'm pretty sure there are plenty of men who will support i think the the It's, it's not to cut you off but I feel like it's too much of having to, you know, speak for women and what women should do. At the end of the day, women are just like men. They are human beings who have rights and who have desires and, and want to put themselves and be in positions the same way any man wants to be. You know what I'm saying? So let that be. You know what I'm saying? We should focus more on having people to, you know live and and pursue their dreams as opposed to trying to categorize people but by who they are and what gender they are you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's a lot of shit that truly really gets emphasis but don't need emphasis because at the end of the day only a certain demographic are are truly actually breaking it down now and making it in a important right now is was that person was some was that person like who tweeted that shit some of importance like is she a type of model or some man i don't i don't even know honestly it just seemed like some random person yeah another motherfucker hating not minding their own not minding them business that minds them clearly and she actually did another tweet that i just thought was really like stupid um and and i'm gonna say this again so here's another tweet and it says And I quote, I'm glad I had an older brother in my life to school me and keep me in check. It's no secret that men are the more logical gender in comparison to women. It's giving off real pick me energy right now. Like, pick me, I'm modest, I can keep my emotions in check and whatnot. I want to be relevant. Yeah, yeah, that too. Okay. But, like, for real, like, nobody who isn't looking for that energy. Is gonna make a statement like that. Mm-hmm. Pick, me, pick, pick me, pick me, pick me. I'm, yeah. I, I, I got something to say. Pick me, pick me. 
pretty much. Let me let me speak on what's not my business. Indeed. I don't know. I just think that I think that shit's corny. Was you're talking about Chloe being a cornball, but that comment was a cornball like yeah. ass comment. Like leave her the fuck alone. If you buying your business, if you getting in your back, sis, like leave it at that. But don't mind, don't don't mind business that's not paying. You. That's not paying you. If it's not paying you a goddamn dime, sis, like leave it alone. Yeah. There's nothing. Granted, there's Yo, nothing wrong with I being modest. <clears throat> Like, granted, again, there's nothing wrong with being modest. Believe those who are confident enough to, sh- who's confident enough to say, hey, I'm going to work what I got. Like, and it is what it is. And that's just Word. that on that. Because let's, let's be honest, there's a field of niggas that will follow. And that's. <laughs> yeah. Um, what shorty say? And that's on Mary Had a Little So I, I hope that, um, I hope the mics were able to pick up um, Law here. Because uh, as I looked and I realized that his mic was on, but for whatever reason, it wasn't set to his mic. It was set to uh, Nas's mic. So her mic was on twice for whatever reason and whatnot. I fixed it. So. Hopefully you all got that, and hopefully you know we'll be able to hear it in the episode. But if you run into any problems where you don't hear law, or you might hear them on another mic, that's what ended up happening. So, um, but anyway, just to keep it brief, again, you know it, it's clear that people should just mind the business that pays them, and mm-hmm. we really have to get out of this box of you know putting women into uh, a, a certain category. You know, in order for them to be accepted, like we we should let's stop doing that right now. That's that's clearly an example of of toxic masculinity and in her case toxic femininity. Mm-hmm. So toxic I, femininity that you have to be this and that to get this that and the third. Right. Understand the when you are really under truly understand your power in in the femin the femininity in which you have like that trumps over anything. So excuse me, sir, mm. sis. Mm-hmm. You think I'm not too modest? That's real. Um, While you're sitting there <laughs> looking dusty, I'm mm. going to <laughs> get him. All right. So um, to continue further with uh, toxicity, uh, this is uh, referring to another like kind of it's a relationship post that I saw on Twitter, and I wanted to see what everybody's thoughts were on this. So this one actually got a lot of uh, retweets and a lot of likes. So he said. I texted this girl back and said, my bad, because I had been replying slow. And she going to text me back and say, ain't going to be too many my bads. I'm going to just cut you off. That's letting him know what the fuck is up. That's what's again, letting him know what's up. Excuse like, my language. Like, okay. That's a female you. saying what she feels. Like, you got, I get it. You got other stuff going on. But let Good this, job, Lawrence. You are <clears throat> killing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but Keep like for real. that's basically what she's saying that's exactly what she's saying keep it up now i've, I've let this shit slide a, a little bit too many times keep it up and coming from a woman's perspective and you there know will saying? be a block on on deck play because <laughs> <laughs> the same way you can wake up and access the same day you wake up tomorrow and be like the way you act whoa, like the, the, wait a the minute way you think it's okay to really pretty much kind of tamper with my time by texting slow or not responding to or not even really giving me your time mm-hmm. okay Keep playing. You're going to find yourself on a red. Like, you're going to find yourself on a delivered, and it's going to be done delivered for a couple weeks. <laughs> hey, it was funny. I, I don't know if y'all have seen on Instagram. It's this dude. Um, 
He does the uh, intro to Apache, and like it's um so like he'll the song will play, and it'll be like dun, 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 and so one of his videos um was talking about uh, why girls hit him up. Uh, it was like why you hit me up. When you got seven other people that you <laughs> that you hit up, oh, it was uh the video was about being hungry, mm-hmm. and so it was just like the uh, the main caption was why you hit me up knowing that you got seven other dudes that you can hit up for uh, food, mm-hmm. and he was like why you hit me up when you hungry, <laughs> and so that's the example, but um. To piggyback off of what Nasa was saying, like, it's the same thing. Like, don't be doing extra stuff when you already got a set agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wasting people's time. And nobody wants their time wasted. I feel that. Um, One thing that I would just wanted to add to that, you know, particular discussion is I'm hoping that, you know, this was uh, a one- I'm hoping for for his sake that it was just one of those one-offs, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the event that, okay, you know, what you should have done was said, like, you know, instead of saying that you just texted back slow, you could have said, hey, look, I fell asleep, you know, my bad. Shorties um, don't like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, or, I fell asleep. Well, if you knew you was going to sleep, why you ain't text? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Honestly, like, it's really I've been on the many an end of them cuss-outs before, like. It's not even that. It's just more so, it's the, do you know how y'all text? Like. Yeah. She she put us on the spot, bro. Do y'all understand how y'all text? Like, Ladies and gentlemen, Nasa versus the world. Like, y'all talk, like, I've seen, like, guys who, like, have a conversation, and it's so simple. Like, a guy will ask, like, where you at? response to another guy from another guy would be like five minutes like it's nothing nothing no depth to it so that's what pisses us females off because there's nothing to it there's no substance it's just straight to the point and and we done and it's just like that i think that's frustrating or maybe it's just frustrating for me because i'm just like but I'm what is it about the, the straightforward so like, response that yeah. like turns you off as a woman like you know what i'm saying because i've been in situations where Women will say that, okay, I want you to be more direct or I want you to be more upfront in it with your intentions, you know what I'm saying? And so then I do that and then it's just like, okay, that's not what I wanted. So like what is it about the, the direct route that it can maybe um be a plus or minus? Is I don't know okay, from I gotta have I gotta take it from my experiences. I mm-hmm. do. Okay, so like there there was times that I will like literally talk to a guy, you know, and like I'll text him and all I'll get back was or I'll maybe ask him. I'll I'll give him like a full sentence, maybe like asking like, "Hey, like what are we doing?" da da da. I'll let you know. <laughs> so that's all oh, I would okay, get yeah. like I I get where you're coming from with with something like that. I'll let you know. Yeah. Um 
So is, is it the level of interest or the le- level so. of being intrigued with the conversation? Is, it, is the intrigue is being intrigued within the conversation? Are you active within this conversation, bitch? Do, are you? Did I do something? Like, is is that kind of shit? It's just like I understand that men are very logical, can be are logical Damn, beings, and then they can or just it's just kind of straight to the point with mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. But it's just like for us females who are not who are kind of emotionally driven. Damn that that played a key. Yeah, yeah, it was women who are emotionally, emotionally who are most who emotionally are driven. All right, so take into account like having to combat somebody that's more so logical going into the situation. So you got somebody that's logical trying to talk to somebody that's emotional. How do you figure that works? I mean, as a logical person, you have to realize that person relies off their emotions. So you have to at least explain it in a way or say something in a way that's like. But what if it's not so much as like seen as it is like felt? What you mean? So like, I'm going to just say I'm logical, you emotional, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then you run it to the point where it's just like. You feel in some type of way because you think that I should feel some type of way. But in my mind, one plus one equals two. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So we still moving forward. Like, I want him to feel some type of way. One plus one equals two. But it's just like, if it's not being communicated so that I understand it, so that you understand, how do you make that plain? I think as an emotionally driven person, I also have to I have to kind of push back my emotions and then think logically. But how long is that going to take? It's, it's going <laughs> to like. I think that depends on the person. For I real, think for honestly, real. it depends on the person. Now, currently at this moment, I'm learning how to control my emotions because I'm an emotionally driven person, and I have to learn how to control them so I can speak. And a lot of the times, like your emotions clouds your judgment it clouds your logic now as a logically driven person i will admit that it's not always easy to understand the fact that okay maybe i should put a little bit of empathy into the situation empathy because it honestly makes you think it honestly thinking it's not even being logical it's just like okay for someone who doesn't often use their emotions you can't tell if how they're really feeling it's just like okay so it, are you happy? Like, did I do something or like what? <laughs> you, <laughs> I you get can't you. Tell. I get you can't you. tell. But that life. follows up with the same question. So, does that make somebody emotionally inept, or like, is it something that they could pick up on? The person who's logical or the person who for both. Because I mean, if you are logically and you don't use a lot of emotions. You know what I'm saying? That's something you'll that you have to learn how to do. Honestly, I feel like you'll pick up on it because you'll honestly notice that, that something's wrong with that other person. But as a person who is emotionally driven, you know what I'm saying? If you constantly feeling some type of way about some situation every day, <laughs> and the person who thinks logically is just moving on about their day is moving like... About they moving about their day. How do you communicate that? Because, I mean... 
as the person who thinks logically, they're not thinking about emotions because <laughs> at the end of the day, that could mean a hill of beans. You know what I mean? So, like, how do you convey to a logically driven person that, okay, emotions are maybe important in your everyday walk of life? That means I have to I have to get in the logic state. As an, as an emotionally driven person, I also have, I have to turn and get into a logic state. But still be emotional or still express it in an emotional way. But that if that doesn't sense. happen, then like you're constantly frustrated. I'm con- well, of course I'm gonna be constantly the logically person is constantly frustrated. So like that's what I'm asking. Where where is the midpoint to where logic meets emotion? That's a good question. Hmm. Um, I think you have to that's take it into perspective. Yeah, yeah. That's you have to find balance. someone who can find balance. Um, for me. Um, I yeah yeah like you you hit it. That's good. So where do you find where logic meets like emotion? Like yeah, that's good. I think (laughs) yeah. For me, um, I I have to categorize myself as both emotional and logical. Um, I'm not trying to like play both sides here, but I think (laughs) I think for me, like because I know that I'm emotionally driven, but also at the same time, I grew up, you know, trying to make logic of certain situations right. so you know something might make me mad but then I'm always one of these people who pulls back and says now wait a minute hold on so this might make me mad but why is it making me mad to start and what can I do to come up with uh, you know a solution let me see if I can figure this out and let me use my logic so that way we can come to uh, an agreement or at least find uh, a compromise somewhere um, especially because I know that me me as a kid i've always been emotional but i guess throughout the years i've learned to use logic as well to make the most sense out of my certain situations so it it, it again it goes back to the people or the person mm-hmm. you know they have to be able to find that balance that wow he is old but yeah um like a, anybody who's emotionally like emotionally driven has to find that balance with logic and anybody who's logically driven has to find that mal- balance emos- with emotions. emotions yeah all right so now that we've come one to a, a kind of settled space overpower, overpower the other do you feel like people who feel like they are logically driven or emotionally driven can be toxic Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Because emotionally people who are, people who are emotionally driven often won't take account of, like, and I I can come, like, I I can uh, take accountability in regards to that because I'm Mm -hmm. that type of emotional driven person who, who would like, somebody would say something to me and automatically I would get to the fence of it. Now I'm like to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't really care. But emotionally people can get toxic like you say something to somebody and it's in offense or they can be in they messy shit and you confront them on it and it's just like what are you talking about like what do you i would never I would <laughs> like whoa why would you say that an illogical person be like you an illogical person can be very manipulative like mm-hmm. It can be very manipulative Oof. and it'd be like, and I, then when you call them out on that person, like, what are you talking about? Like, I never did that shit. That amnesia, that boy, too. I'm telling you. Like, what and you like, talking, like, what are you talking about? Like, I never did hey, that. Like, <laughs> I got a cure for you. A cure for what? A cure for your amnesia. Just smack dog. Emotional fire. People, <laughs> emotional people, like, 
emotionally driven people can be very toxic. Illogical people can be very toxic because mm. logical people know how to manipulate, know how to, I mean, I, I feel like logical people know how to see within the cracks. So mm. they know how to, you know, get within the ins and outs and know how to manipulate you and read you and all that shit. Like emotional people know how to play victim. You had a retirement too. Well, dang. <laughs> Okay, Edge and Christian is back, y'all. Sorry, I'm, I'm watching wrestling too, but, hey, but Christian is in the Royal Rumble. Wow, he's he's old medically cleared. Like both both <laughs> him and Edge are like 40, 46, 47. So old is dirt. <laughs> yeah, like I'm oh shocked my to see to see this. But anyway, um, just to comment on what you were saying, Nasa, because I, I and I've been guilty of this before as someone who has used both emotion and logic to be manipulative to somebody. Um, especially if they hurt me, like, especially yeah, because they hurt, you. They okay. hurt me. I'm already emotionally like driven to just do something, but now I'm also using my logic. Like, how can I hurt you? Like, what can I say just to make you just feel what I'm feeling? So that way, you know, you might be logic driven, but here I am who's both and I'm going to use my logic to hurt you emotionally. I feel like, mm. the, I feel like the, the biggest, I, I, I feel that KJ. Yeah. I feel that KJ. Cause like as someone who's emotionally driven, who's also trying to get in a logic state, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to use logic and use good judgment at the same time is kind of a difficult and using good discernment is at a, at a good difficulty. Right. You know, like I'm not a, I, I don't want to like be mean to somebody. I'm not a mean person. Like I don't intentionally want to hurt somebody. But like you know, that of course comes across sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> comes hey, trust me. But I mean, at the same time, always, always if talk, like, you put out actions that warrant yeah. you to to have to deal with said feedback, I that's say, on you. You know what I'm saying? I've always said less is more. Mm. I always, I always felt like silence was more. <laughs> silence was always more. People can't handle silence. Like, People can't you, handle you. silence, and that's just that on that. Like that's when Mary had a little, little lamb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all go run this man out. This man actually got a commercial on the Super Bowl too. So shout out to uh, to okay. Rail, bro. <laughs> Where the money little resides, bro. Where the money, money resides. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Listen. Like so people can't handle silence, and when you give that person, and when you give a person the silent treatment, they really be asking like, "What the fuck is up? <laughs> what's up? Like, what's yeah. going on?" Hey, but the crazy part about it, you can give silence, but when it actually comes to having to receive silence, that is what truly makes or breaks you as a human being. To to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that, like to receive. So silence. I'm gonna say this: if I get mad and I don't agree with something, I might I might back off or like you know what I'm saying. I might shut down. Mm-hmm. That's silence for like a couple of days. But if somebody like truly makes me mad or I don't agree with something and I fall all the way back, I'm talking about. Oh, I've done it. I've done it a couple All right. times. So when I'm when I'm when I'm saying when you take that vow of silence, and like you are going to feel my silence, mm-hmm. I will look at your call and not I will see you call me. That hits so much look, harder than you might. You know what I'm saying? And not answer. I might leave you on I will red. See your DM. 
And or I, I might to. leave you. Like, and you know I what I'm saying? That on that. The I'll leave you on red <laughs> is not. different from I'm falling back. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and and take the emphasis I said on back. You know what I mean? So, like, when it gets to the point where, like, I remove myself. Wholeheartedly. Wash hands. Wash hands. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When somebody feels that. That is when it really sets in that, okay. I must have fucked up. Or, what did I do wrong? Right. You know what I mean? What did I do wrong? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've done that a couple times. I've done that a couple times. Cause like, I got, usually, I'll give people chances. But then, like when I get to a point, I'm like, all right. Then. But to a degree? Oh. That is toxic. That is toxic. Because at that the end of the day, if you care about somebody, you are going to find a way to communicate whatever it is that made you mad or upset. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I feel like falling back it, makes you feel good because you have that moment to yourself because it's just like, you pissed me off, you made me mad, I'm not talking But at to the you. end of the day, I feel like but, when it comes down to when someone, when it comes down to caring somebody, you shouldn't have to teach somebody to care. Mm-hmm. But in some degrees, in some degrees, you do, because not you everybody can... has been catered to and treated the same way to understand certain. This is true. You, you, certain, you, you, you know yes, absolutely. You do have to, you know, kind of give people those boundaries on how and in those kind of guidelines on how to treat you. Mm-hmm. But if they continuously are unwilling to unwilling to learn like if they're not willing to learn how to treat you then it's a lost cause then like i'm not about to sit here and waste my time with you i'm wiping my hands hands, done it's it's done it's done that's out so um i'm gonna come back with a scenario for you guys because this kind of relates to the conversation um we're gonna just take a quick break uh don't move we'll be right back oh you took it without me (laughs) my fault So before we sign off, I just wanted to kind of present this kind of topic before we get going here. Uh, and this, this question actually relates to going back to the silent treatment and, uh, and falling all the way back. So I just wanted to give this scenario and I wanted to see if you guys think this is, you know, uh, if this is pretty toxic or what. So we, we talked about how. You know, we could fall all the way back uh, when dealing with some beauty. Like, it's one thing to be left all red, but it's another thing when you just, like, fall all the way back from somebody and just, like, uh, cut them off. So so here's a scenario. So this is me senior year in high school, going into my senior year in high school. 
Um, I'm not going to say any names on this platform, but I had a um, a girlfriend. She she's uh, she's married now, obviously, but uh, I had a girlfriend, and I told her throughout the week. This is in June that I would be in South Carolina State's high school band camp, and we are literally on go from five o'clock in the morning all the way down to midnight. And I don't know when I'll be able to text you or call you, but I will try. I let her know from jump. So, um, one night, Thursday night, right before camp ends, we literally just got out of practice and then we got out of a party. So, of course, I go back to the room and I text her saying, you know, I hope your day was well. You know, I've had a pretty busy day. And her response was, yeah, and no time for me. So I had to throw a flag on the play. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Did I not tell you at the beginning? Did, yeah, like, hold, hold up. Like, like, I had to literally, I'm like, hold on, pump your brakes. Did I not say at the beginning? Right. <laughs> he brought the whole whistle out. <laughs> like, I was like, did I not say at the beginning that, you know, this, I, I would try to make as much time for you as possible, but I don't know because I'm literally on go from 5 in the morning to 12 in the morning. And I can only get maybe 4 or 5 hours of sleep before I'm on go again. Mm. Like, I made that clear to her. But, so I had to go, alright, well, we argued about it. And I hit her with one of those things where it's like, okay, look, I understand that you have, you know, that you want some that you want attention and I want to give you that attention but if you have no concern for me that and what I'm doing after I've told you and I've discussed this with you that's a problem because and I hit it with I was like you got to understand the world does not fucking revolve around you excuse my language right. and at, let me wrap to you real quick yeah all right so yeah at that time first things first y'all are in high school well, um, yes. I'm not going to say that high school relationships don't last. Well, yeah. clearly that one didn't, but Many of yeah. them are fickle. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It was already at a point where you didn't know whether or not it was going to last between you going, finishing high school and going to college. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, her pressing you the way that she did, like, yes, you handled every aspect of that correctly. You communicated with her. You said, hey, these are my hours. This is what I'm going to be doing. Yada me, yada me. If she couldn't use her own brain cells to understand that, you know what I'm saying, you are going to be busy and you got other things going, that's on her. At no point am I saying that you were wrong. I get where she coming from, you know what I'm saying. You in a relationship. You got somebody that you are learning to care for now. You want them to be around. You want them to, to cater to you and to be there 24-7. But at the end of the day, it takes true growing up and understanding of other people's being to understand that, okay, you got stuff going on. You told me your hours, whatever it's going to be, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back to you after those hours. And I'm going to try to spend whatever time it is that, you know, you spent away 
catching up, seeing how you was doing, seeing if your day was okay. You know what I'm saying? Rekindling that bond. But if that's not happening, and if it's at a point now where you feel like it's just like in one ear out the other, Mm -hmm. that's when you turn around and be like, all right, cool. Like, I get it. Like, you might not understand everything as it's presented, presented, and that's understandable. But I'm still going to communicate. And if you don't understand, then that's when we go our separate ways. And I feel like that's kind of where you was going with that, that scenario. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you can't cater to your significant other's needs and you can't understand it and have the, the emotional IQ, because I learned that from a couple of days ago being on um, Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional IQ is everything. So if I can pick up on, you know, somebody having a bad day or, you know what I'm saying, like they got something that's going on with them and I can physically pick up on the, the not disinterest, but, you know, the vibe that they putting on, it makes it a little bit more easier to move forward because I, all right, you having a bad day, let me talk to you. What I'm really saying is communication is key in all these situations. And oh, on the on the the latter side of it, she wasn't able to understand the fact that you were open and and with her about your schedule, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think it was really that. Like, I mean, granted it was a high school relationship, so like you said lie, it was you know, high school relationships they they get fickle. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like, of course, high school is that, you know, that age range where you're 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 new to relationships. You're trying to figure shit out. You're trying to, you know, you're you're, you're just getting your feet wet. Mm-hmm. And with her, it could have been where she was not at a point where she had fully controlled her emotions. Mm-hmm. And so her emotions allowed her to cloud her judgment. Now, Brent Fires. So you saying you saying you you're saying that you know you let her know ahead of time. Anybody who if she had controlled her emotions, she would have she would have understood. You know what? Hey, mm-hmm. I understand that you got something on going on. It's probably in my best interest to have something going on for myself so that we can balance out this time. Very, yeah, if, very good observation. It you know if if she had fully controlled her emotions, she would have thought it with logic. Like hey. You're busy. I understand your schedule. I have understand. I have a schedule of my own, so let, we'll we'll try to make some things work. All right. But the immediate reaction that was an emotional reaction. That was, I. It was selfish. It was a selfish reaction. Is mm-hmm. you don't have time for me. You don't care about me. It's that type of emotion. I've been there. Let's as a woman. Everybody I, has. Everybody has been there. I've been there. Like everybody has been there. But I mean that boils down to you actually caring about somebody. You actually caring about when you somebody. boil down and you actually gather some form of of care or like like giving a f. <laughs> when you actually give a f about somebody, you are going to go to whatever means that it is to make sure that that person knows that you give a f. It's really it's not like. I feel like a relationship is an it's just an exchange of energy. It's a give and take. 
Mm-hmm. You you want something out of it, you got to put something into it. Now, in that case, I feel like and that's in, in in your case, it's like yeah, a bank account. I feel like it was more so you you put that extra. You you got your weekly deposit. You made your step. Mm-hmm. Don't go writing no and checks that's gonna bounce. She, 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 she ain't you, okay? That was spot on. She ain't you, okay? Come on, give me some. You, you, you met her right here. You met her middle. You met her in the middle. You got she your needs, bank account. Don't okay. write no check that's gonna bounce. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you and know she, what is going in every week, like, don't write no check that's gonna bounce because then that right makes here, you look like shitty. Right <laughs> and in the selfish mentality, again, emotionally driven. The emotionally driven person. For me, 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 for me. What about you? What about for we? For us? For we? Our? You know what I mean? So I threw that scenario out there because obviously I've learned these things as you know time is going on. I just wanted to see what your reaction was because she gave me the silent treatment, but I gave it right back. I was in one of those. I don't give a F. And do bedizzle. <laughs> and I was like, was that toxic to me to do that? Because the moment like she texted me back, I literally was like. Yes and no. No. Yes. I'm going to say yes and no. Because no. one, because fair at the end of the no day, robbery. two two rights don't make it wrong. And okay. fair exchange ain't no robbery. So. Ooh. <laughs> give me. Uh, hey, she, 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 you want to pull that shit on me, bitch? What's up? Like, we can do that too. Uh, we, can do, we can do that too. Fair exchange and robbery. See, ladies and gentlemen, you better be careful messing with Nasa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, so, one, one more, one more scenario, and then we we gonna um we we gonna slide. And that's, uh, so, <laughs> and that's on who? <laughs> Mary had a little laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, but ever since I seen that video, I don't know if y'all seen it. It's a video. She's a big, beautiful woman talking her stuff. And, you know, some folks said that she couldn't run. And she proved them wrong. She ran to the trash can and back and said, and that's when Mary had a little one. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. You know what I'm saying? Mary had a little. She put a respect on her name. She said, y'all ain't going to talk about me not being able to run. I can run. It might not be at the same efficiency as some of these, you know what I'm saying, professional people. But uh, she ran down to the trash can and back. If you got social media, go and look that video up. Mary had a little lamb. Hey yo, y'all y'all gotta forgive us. We um we we are not toxic people by nature. We're very chaotic, but not toxic. <laughs> Come on. So, so um this uh, this last scenario, just at, in general, what as you said, you you have to put a certain energy, mm-hmm. you know, into people, and so here's the thing. So like, say that for me, talking to young lady things seem to be going well you know anytime that she is having you know some kind of you know emotional problems that that you're there for them 
And but when it comes to your situation, and this is not directed at anybody, I promise you, this is just in general. But say like when you are that person who's always there for them, but then when something is happening to you, they're emotionally distant. So in the cases like that where you seem to be creating some kind of relationship, but then you realize you're putting all of this energy into making them feel better, but then when it's your turn, you feel like you left out. Yeah, you left you out when are left empty. Exactly, and they're not reciprocating that same energy and not boosting you up when that when you're at your lowest point. What do you do to be sure that? Not not only just from a perspective of, of course, obviously you can leave the relationship like that's because clearly it's parasitic. It's no longer symbiotic. But what is going to keep this from turning into a toxic situation to where you. I don't want to say like emotionally dump on them or, or be manipulative, but pretty much what what can. You do to be sure that the situation doesn't turn toxic. That's that's a, you gotta communicate and set boundaries. Yeah. When you feel that you are not being catered to, or that you are lacking of something within your relationships, whether it be friends or your significant other, you have to learn to be selfish. Because okay. at the end of the day, you matter before anything else that mm-hmm. goes on. That relationship is not going to wake you up in the morning. That relationship is not going to take you to work. Mm-hmm. That relationship is not going to pay your bills. That relationship is not going to do anything outside of maintaining you. So, therefore, make sure that you are taken care of first and foremost. And then... Make sure that your relationship is maintained. And that goes for relationships, like I said, with friends, family, significant others, friends with benefits, all that. If you are not taken care of, you are going to feel like you are lacking in some sense. That basically goes, that really just goes to saying, like, if you're not the, if you cannot be your best you in the relationship, like, you need to work on, pretty much just work on you, like. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that. Um, if you cannot be the best, if you are not the best not you, <laughs> if you're not the best you in a relationship, you basically just need to go work on you, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Ditto that statement, and I say that not again, not only just in a relationship, but also in like in friendships and in with family relationships as well. Like if you could literally, like if you are really not the best you, how can you be that person mm-hmm. to that person? If you if you haven't even taken the time to just really take care of you first. Right. Um also just in general, like if you're, you know, dealing with certain aspects of life, um, always remember that you don't have to like fight this alone. Yeah. You know, you have people who will help you get to that you know, spot not only through therapy, but you also can listen to family. Sometimes you got to be, be cognizant of who you listen to when it, when it comes to family, because family ain't going to always tell you the right thing. But, you know, th- that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fight that battle alone. You know, no matter what you go through, you have people that you can depend on, but it just goes back to that exchange of energy and reciprocating each, like the energy that you put out there. Um, and, that, and that's just for a- anybody in general. You know, I'm glad you said that because not 
taking any shots or saying that anything is going on with me personally. But, like, it wasn't until this year that I realized that I have to live for Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Oh, child, yeah. I got to live for Nasa because I've been going Because the at the same end of the day, way. like, me trying to, to do X, Y, and Z and, and try to... I compensate I'm putting for other myself people. behind because at the end of the day, I'm not making sure I'm where I need to be. And it wasn't until I had that realization that it made me like, you know, it was that smack in the face because like I low key was mad at myself because I'm the situation. I was basically overbooked. I overbooked myself for a day and pretty much had myself going. 30 different directions and not having enough time to go in all 30 directions. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> and so, like, I was at a point where I had a break and I'm just like, what the fuck? How am I going? Sorry for the language, but I was just like, what in the world? Like, how am I going to get to this point and then how am I going to go there? And I had to take it. Pick up your phone and tell somebody that you ain't coming. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it really took me having to calm down, picking up the phone, making phone calls, saying, hey, listen, I overbooked myself for today. I'm not going to be able to carry out whatever it is that you need for today. Can we reschedule? And you know what I'm saying? I'm, I handled myself in a, a position to where, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have a problem with having to reschedule and having to to revamp what mm-hmm. it is that we had set up. It was just more so on my end because, like, like I said, I'm trying to put myself in thirty different places, and I can't. I'm yeah. only one person. I don't that's have real. a twin. You know what I mean? So, and that's really what it boils down to, and when it comes down to relationships and and people that you you truly care about, you have to be comfortable. With telling them some of the hard things. Because that makes them understand where you're coming from. Like, listen, okay, I understand. You know what I'm saying? You are put in positions to make sure that the public is taken care of. But you are one person. So if you can't get to something in that day, you communicate that. Communication is key in all these lights. Word, word. Uh, so with that, I think this is a perfect time to go ahead and sign off for this episode. We really had a healthy discussion here, both on the air and off the air. Uh, so, um, with that in mind, um, got a few shout outs that we wanted to, uh, get going. Yo, we are still going at it. Um, so yeah, as far as the shout outs, first, the black businesses that I got on here, um, as well, shout out to, uh, Bougie Bartender. Um, I will be doing an ad for her later, as well as uh, already paid under our uh, homie DeAndre McEwen Jr., who is a member uh, of Sticky Situation. Um, we're, we're definitely doing an ad for him uh, whenever the time comes. We're going to have a couple more guests on here, especially talking about real estate. We'll get to that. Um, shout out to my homie uh, Mariah Bell, who we will be doing an episode on with later once I get my you know schedule realigned and whatnot now that I'm in a new position. So once we get that together, of course, she's going to talk a little bit about, you know, not only that, that, uh, but also just another venture that she has going on as well, which it, it actually is a charter school. So we'll um, talk about that. But definitely check out Soul by Bell uh, on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. 
Next. Shout out 22 Candles. Yup. Addison Hayden. You know what I'm saying? He's been, you know what I'm saying, grinding for the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. He can ready to put the beta version out. Yep. If you have not, go and download that. That's sharing music for literally all your people. You know what I'm saying? And if everybody that you, you rock with, download, y'all can listen to the same music at the same time. Um, y'all need to go listen to Wilkes. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go listen to Wilkes. Okay, twelve thirty four. That mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, go listen to that pronto. <laughs> go listen to that pronto. Shout out, feel um, me. I have a project. I have a song that's coming out. Um, Valentine's Day. So stay tuned to that. Yep. That's coming out. Tyrone Lee, the best. Tyrone Lee, yep. yeah. Michael Potter product by uh, Feel, Feel me. me. You know what I'm saying? Dot B. <laughs> uh, self harm, self care. RJ Stackhouse. Yep. Uh, Zay Blaze actually just dropped something. No hard feelings. Yes. Yep. With Freddie Rivers. Yep, Both definitely. of them dope as hell. Check that out. Um, Trying to think of more uh, local artists as far as music, but if I can't think of any. Uh, with that, I wanted to actually shout out a, a couple of podcasters that I've just been um, following as of late and uh, been tuning into. So first and foremost, a uh, shout out to the Worst Generation podcast. It's a mm-hmm. black, black anime podcast. If you haven't listened to it and you're into anime, I definitely recommend. I'm very big on anime. Um, but actually seeing people who are, you know, much bigger and more well-versed than I am, you know, and I can, and I will wholeheartedly admit that because there are some anime that, you know, I can keep up with that I agree with when it comes to their opinions, but then there are some, I'm just like, whoa, man, they, they definitely have some very, they are very, very, very well-versed in the, uh, in anime, so definitely check out worstgenerationpodcast.com. It's also available on Spotify as well. Um, shout out to the boy GB. Uh, he is the brainchild behind that podcast. He's also a noob, so shout out to the good noobs, um, as well as his uh, first mate, Sensei LeGlove. Um, shout out to One Piece Leak on there, because, I mean, he's not a part of the, the frat, but, I mean, he does a lot for that podcast. Um, special shout out to, uh, her name is Amanda, we call her Panda, Panda the Don, a.k.a. Panda with the Hammer. Yo, she she's dope when it comes to anime, especially on the Worst Generation podcast. Like, she... Her opinions are they valid, solid. So um, if you don't follow her on Twitter, definitely do so. She is also a member of uh, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Uh, the other black anime podcast that I've just been recently listening to is Blanime Podcast with Unbothered Mike and Sine. Shout out to them. I've just been catching up as I was traveling to uh, South Carolina, so definitely shout out to them. They have some valid opinions on anime as well, and they're very enjoyable to listen to. So definitely take a listen to those two. I'm definitely going to be listening to more anime podcasts, especially like for those of us who are black and love anime. Uh, th- we're trying to do something called the Watcher 100 Anime Challenge and trying to watch 100 anime in a year. Or read a hundred anime and you're doing a mix. That's that's a lot. Oh, you you think it's easy, but no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, okay, no, okay, you admit. About to no, say, our nah. reactions are because we know, like reading a hundred anime in a year, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's we're talking about bro. forty pages of fucking reading, bro. Yeah. You, bro, I, hey, so so look <laughs> on, on One Piece and Worst Generation, they're really good because they've already like they've all they they One Piece is their anime and they've caught all the way up. 
So One Piece is one of those animes and mangas that I've never like truly invested in. But I decided that I was going to take that dive into that rabbit hole. So I started reading One Piece. So now That's I'm on chapter three. You. you got a lot of I, I, Oh, trust me. I know. It's a thousand and one chapters, bro. <laughs> right. Like. I got to read like, I, I don't know. I think I have to read maybe a hundred chapters every six weeks or something just to get caught up. <laughs> I'm saying. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if I can make it. Yeah. The, the chapters go quick. I mean, it's now, the show that kind of drags out. If you are super duper into plot and and story and you know what I'm saying you can go through three chapters in a night kudos to you yeah. but like that's a lot of reading my bro yeah, it is like, it, it is it's, it's a lot it's a lot of reading <laughs> and a lot of watching like you gotta actually like find time to sit there and watch and then sometimes you got animes that are like like One Piece that's like what 700 episodes deep or that but see I we that also includes movies as well, so we can watch like anime movies or or OVAs and things like that. That will, you know, help us to get through there. But that's still a lot of anime to watch and read. But I'm gonna see if I can do it. I got I got till December 31st, so <laughs> wish me luck. Um, but I think it's time to wrap up, guys. I we definitely appreciate you listening to this episode. I know it's a little long, but we de- definitely had a healthy discussion here. Uh, and we will more than likely continue this in probably another episode sometime further down in the line. So please give us feedback. Um, one thing that I actually have looked forward to in the new year is for y'all listeners, subscribers, and followers to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? That makes this more worthwhile. Yep. Um, so hearing back from you all would greatly like benefit. I mean, I'm just saying that for myself. I don't know how not saying Kajiri feel, but I would like to hear it back from you all. No, you know I actually, no, I actually like like let me hear the feedback. Let me hear y'all thoughts, like comments, concerns, questions, whatever y'all got going on. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I feel the same way. Yeah, definitely. Like, give us some feedback. Um, I'm also going to be using the Twitter page and like the Instagram post to be more engaging with the audience as well. So that way we can like get some opinions on, you know, what to listen to and whatnot. It's just been really crazy because again, my work schedule was, was a little shot, but now I think I'm in a better place where I can find time to like work on that. Not only in the mornings, but even throughout the day, if I don't have anything scheduled or any appointment scheduled, I can find a way to be more engaging. I, I, we do have an email set up. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, also check us out at it's a chaotic culture one at gmail.com. So of course, all requests formal and informal or anything that you want to ask, or if you wanted to be like featured as a guest, um, that email will be accessible. Now uh, I did get one comment in uh, when I traveled to Columbia from somebody who does a show on Facebook and she actually enjoys listening to us. So she said that she was definitely going to uh, spread the word, which is good to know that uh, I have a listener down, you know, back home or well, sort of home, I guess Columbia's kind of like a second home to me. Charleston's my real home, but still, yeah, uh, it was nice to get that feedback from her. So uh, hopefully this will, you know, continue to spread and it will continue to gain audience members. And we just appreciate the feedback or the comments or any questions that you may have. Um, it can be about anything. As I said on the podcast earlier, I'm also an avid wrestling fan. So if you guys got any questions about wrestling or anything about anime or just anything in general about what we were talking about, you know, feel free to 
ask us the questions. Again, follow the Facebook page, Chaotic Culture Podcast, on Facebook. Email us. Hit us up on Instagram, at Chaotic Culture Pod. On Twitter, at Chaotic underscore Culture. And then, of course, you can follow us on our separate pages and ask us questions on our separate pages as well. Of course, those will be in the uh, description. Um, shout out to Kay Renee as well, uh, a.k.a. K the Bookworm. She also has the podcast Brutal Honesty with Kay Renee. I did an episode at the end of the year. Please check out that podcast. She's actually supposed to be emailing me a list of black authors that she reads. So with that, if you are an avid reader and you need some other authors that you want to look into or, or, or a set of books that you want to get started on reading, we will provide that the next episode because she was actually supposed to give it to me this weekend. I still haven't got it. So, yeah. Coming to find out, I heard that there might be some giveaways on the horizon. Ooh. So, you know what I'm saying? For those that give feedback, that let us know what's up. Let us know that you listening. Let us know that you following. There might be some giveaways, some prizes, some gifts. So yeah, yeah, we Make sure y'all definitely working us on, on that. Gram. Yes, Thanks. yes. Okay. Don't Stop come looking for a, a gift or a giveaway, and you don't actually follow, follow us. us. Right. <laughs> hey, yeah, we we definitely working on some some major stuff. Please, yeah, we definitely working on some major stuff. Definitely did some some major cleaning. some major nil you coming up. Um, mm. I haven't decided on whether I want to do a Patreon or not, but we'll get to that because I think that we can make something stay like that tuned, work. Yeah, we got a lot of got a lot of things in the works, so stay tuned. All right, guys, thank you again for joining us for this edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Uh, continue to please, please wear a mask, wash your hands, wash your ass, and stay safe. Give me six feet, please. Six, okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something before we get six off this shit. Feet let me tell you something. Okay, six feet. when I mean six feet, please, y'all, Corona is real. Okay, I was at Chipotle the other day. I was at Chipotle the other day. I was just trying to, you know, cash out my cash out my food. Okay, but somebody was like, this girl next to me was literally breathing down my neck, and she had a um, had a mask on, and I'm just like, look, I understand that you have a mask on, but sir. Yeah, please. Six feet still. Yeah, like six feet still. Please get please like get every time I tried to pay, like I, I was trying to just do my transaction. She kept getting closer. I still feel your breath on my neck. Get mm. off of me. Can't stand that. Can't stand that. Uh, I yes. still feel your breath through the mask. Like wow. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, please give each other space, guys. Give me space. Yes. So six feet, cause Corona is real, and honestly, she just came for a part two. So y'all, y'all be Shh, safe out here. Part two, we got like part three out there. There's a new variant in South Africa that was found in the United States, one in uh, South Carolina and one okay, in Maryland. Like, yeah, so, at this point, yeah. America don't give a fuck. They, they clearly don't. They clearly don't. <laughs> America and don't care at this point. It's more. These, these new variants are more contagious than the original one, and y'all still sitting here. We still got um, non-maskers out here, like, trying to, I don't know, man. Y'all just, common sense ain't common no more. And apparently, nobody else's health matters until it affects one of your family members. But mm-hmm. And then it's boo-hoo. Then, then, then you cry then because boo-hoo. your family member is gone. No. Then it's boo-hoo, and then it's mask up from there, huh? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
And this mask up. As, my, hey, as my granddad said, or as a lot of old people say, hard head makes a soft ass. So, okay, ooh. hey. Listen. <laughs> well, hello. All right, y'all. So thank you once again for joining us for the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Uh, we will be back sh- soon, but keep an eye out because we're going to have some stuff coming. But thank you again. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. We out. One. In these streets, so let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go on here, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Everybody needs some, yeah, and we don't need a reason. Everybody needs some, and we don't need.